Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week once again by Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm doing not bad. Like yourself, one more shift, then the festive period starts. I suppose it's quite much like Scottish football. One more shift, Boxing Day, then the. That's right, then the Linda break, aye. We'll get to that later. Right, we'll start where we always go. We'll start in the league. So there have been no change in top three. The top three is still Jack Curran. Have United and Real Betis. That is a top top three. No change there. So we'll go on to our score and rank. Tom, I'll let you go first. Uh, so my score was 90 points. Um, my rank is 293. So a green arrow there. Um, in goals, I had Maynard Brewer for four points. I had Bassey uh, for six. Captain Tav got me 32 uh, Doig got me six and Cochrane got me six. In midfield, Charles Cook got me 12. Hungbo got me eight. Boyle got me eight. Abada got me three. And up front, uh, Mikey Johnson got me three. And Vice Captain Morelos got me two. Okay, I got 80 points, which takes up to rank 53 in the world. Highest rank I've ever had. Well, wow. so I strike in goals for three. Captain Tav, 32. Doig, Ralston, six apiece. Kingsley for one point, which annoyed me because I bet for a cheaper Hearts defender and probably had more points, but also I'm going for free kicks there. Roderick, three, Boyle, eight, Arrivo, one, and my kind of differential vice captain, Watt, Charles Cook, 17 points. Up front, Nisbet, one, and Watt, two. So the highest game week of the week in our league is you, Tom. Oh, very good. There you go, that's a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Scroll down, that was a high second receiver yourself, so there we go. Right, we'll move on to game week 19 results then. So it was a double game week, only the two teams played an extra game, but here we go. On a Saturday, it was Rangers 1, Dunyard United 0, Motherwell 2, St Johnson 0, Livingston 1, Ross County 1, Dundee 0, Hearts 1, St Mirren 0, Celtic 0 last night, along with St Johnson 1, Ross County 2, and Hibs 1, Aberdeen 0. So... We got to see on these games, Tom. Uh, so I'll start off with Dundee versus Hearts. Uh, Griffiths was up front with Danny Mullen for this game. Um, they seem to kind of chop and change the strikers at Dundee. Um, didn't do them too good this this game week. 
Uh, I noticed, also noticed Cochrane was benched. He's in my team. I started him in my starting 11. I was a bit disappointed, but uh, I got lucky. Uh, he came on for Kingsley, and because he played more than the 60 minutes, he managed to bag the clean sheet points. So that was good. Um, there was my, no sign of Boyce again. Was your game there? Is that right? Because <laughs> yeah, Kingsley went off for me. Like, okay, sorry. Oh. Uh, there was no sign of Boyce in this game. Uh, apparently, he's got a leg strain. Supposedly, he's going to be fine for the Boxing Day. Um, I've seen that in an Edinburgh newspaper article. Um, in this particular fixture, both teams only got a single shot on target, so it was shown for Hearts that Boyce was gone because he seems to be their main attacking threat. Uh, a little stat here for you. Paul McMullen um, is second for assists this season um, with six. Uh, only Tav can beat him, and that's with 10 assists. So if you want a cheap Dundee um Fantasy asset, Paul McMillan's maybe your man. Not bad, no, no cross at all, cheap. Yeah. Six assists, that's not a bad return. Yeah. Um, Livingston, Ross County, Obelai, uh, he got the goal for Livingston. Um, and we know that was Gunner, one of Gunner's cheap asset uh, shouts for the, at the start of the season, so well done him. He's, he's bagged a few goals so far this season. Um, and Andrew Shinney was playing up front on this particular game, rather than Bruce Anderson. I picked Bruce Anderson in my expert picks. Not so expert, because Bruce Anderson's not really getting much of a game these days. Um, but sure, he did, didn't really do too much. And for Ross County, it was Dominic Samuel and Jordan White up front. I think they featured up front in last night's game as well, but we'll come to that. I was a bit gutted because Livingston scored in the 89th minute, and obviously I've got Maynard Brewer in goals. Uh, so Ross County conceded there. And as we know, last night they also conceded against St. Johnston, who've been pretty dismal in front of goal as well. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Livingston, not too good attacking-wise. They're averaging less less than a goal a game, um, so I'm not too keen on their attackers. And uh, so far this season, uh, Hungbo and Yota are top for hitting the, the, the woodwork. Both have done so three times so far this season. And I think Hungbo might have actually overtook him because I wrote this on the weekend. And I'm sure Hungbo uh, hit the woodwork last night as well. So he's up to four. So close, but not quite there for Hungbo. You could have a few more uh, goals to his points tally. Then Buemo of the FPL, that's when Buemo's claim to think it hit the uh, woodwork for Brentford. <laughs> <coughs> um, we've got Motherwell St. Johnston and Van Veen. Played down the middle in this game, from what I could see, and he got a, a goal, as did um, Dean Cornelius. St. Johnson's still bottom of the table. Uh, at this point, they hadn't scored in the last four games, and they only had three goals in their last nine in all competitions. Obviously, they scored last night, um, much to my dismay. Um, Motherwell have had some fine home form recently as well. Uh, their last three home matches have been wins and have managed to keep clean sheets in all these games as well. <clears throat> I think in the um, the last pod we suggested o- Ojala as a possible Motherwell uh, defensive asset, but I don't think he's played since the end of October, so um, that was our fault again. Uh, I think Nathan McG- McGinley and Stephen O'Donnell are probably decent Motherwell defensive options. They seem to be the starting um um, fullbacks there, so perhaps a, a sister too from them over Christmas. Um, you see Stephen O'Donnell there? Yeah. 
I think he he was a running joke. If he'd minus points, well, didn't he? I wouldn't, I've not been ever near him. I'm staying away no. from him. Uh, well, he's had three clean sheets at home so far in a row, so not too bad. Uh, so, um, sticking with the stats, Tony Watt, he's top for shots on target out of all players so far this season with 21. Um, second is uh, the joint second, actually, Turnbull and Morelos with 19. So, Tony Watt, still a very good uh, striker option for anyone considering. Then we had Rangers 1, Dundee United 0. Uh, obviously, it was Tav Penn back to the good old days, and the clean sheet remained intact despite uh, Darren Watson hitting the woodwork. And not also noticed Ariba was benched. Perhaps this is just a rest for him. I don't know. He's on a, he's on four bookings. It worked out if they was booked. Well, obviously, it doesn't matter now. I think we'd have missed the old firm game. So, yep. that was the reason. So, uh-huh, that's all see. changed. So, I'm going to back at the team again. We just want to watch the people who own him, obviously, because one more booking is going to be due to a suspension. That's right. Uh, and Dundee United have really dropped off in form recently. Um, there was no secret for this game. Uh, Hacks, Freeman, Pollock, they were all also missing there as well. So not a bad game for Rangers, but you maybe would have expected them to to um, take a bit more advantage and bang in a few more goals, but never mind. Uh, Morelos is top for shots uh, with 69. Um, so far this... No, wait, no. Total shots, sorry. Tony Watt was shots on target. Morelos is total shots with 69. Uh, Tav is top for assists with 10, as we mentioned as well. Um, and we Rangers now have five clean sheets in a row in this in the league so far. Um, so for those that went with it, the defensive double-ups been been great so far. Bassey's kept his position and will likely do so probably into the new year. So uh, those still thinking about jumping on. There's still time. Plus, uh, McGregor seems to have nailed that goalkeeper spot again. It's not rotated, so mm-hmm. that's another. We used to want it with that. Now he's back and going. Oh, that's right, yeah. At least there's another position you could go up on. Yep. That's true, actually, yeah. Um, Hibbs won uh, Aberdeen nil last night. Uh, Portis goal and Boyle grabbed the assist. Uh, Ramirez had g- zero shots, but Marley Watkins managed to miss two big chances. Uh, a clean sheet for Hibs and Doig started as well so that's two clean sheets in a row for Hibs um, Jack Ross has obviously left we didn't kind of see that kind of well it's not really a new manager bounce but like usually teams start to play a bit better once the manager leaves because they know that maybe put their position isn't safe but we've not really seen that too much at Hibs um, but maybe this is just the start don't really have too much to say for Aberdeen there's not really any sort of standout players uh, they're not particularly consistent at the back or in front of goal, so uh, not really got anything to say there. Um, St Johnston won, Ross County two. Uh, Callahan missed a penalty, but he redeemed himself by scoring the winner. I was happy to see Charles Cook and Hungbo because that meant uh, a goal for Charles Cook and an assist for Hungbo because that meant uh, a good few points for my fantasy team. Hungbo also hit the woodwork. Um, as did Dominic Samuel and Jordan White. So Ross County are certainly an attacking threat. Um, I think they'll maybe start to lift off the kind of bottom, well, not second bottom from the the table and start working their way up the league. Um, And again, St. Johnston, dismal in front of goal. 
still managed to score, so never mind. Then there was the St. Mirren uh, Vicelli game, which was nil nil. Not really much to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> See the best of last time, well done. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it was an awful game. Um, obviously, a few players out injured. Turnbull's now injured. Bain uh, was in goals rather than a usual Joe Hart. Not that, that probably would have made an, much difference. Was that an injury, Joe Hart, or what was the reason? Do you know? I don't know, because he wasn't even on the bench. Um, I don't really know what the situation was with that. It looked like a bad day was playing up the front, down the middle. Um, <laughs> um, and we also had Scales as well, as one of the fullbacks. So not, not the usual 11. You could hmm. maybe argue that's part and part of the cause, but you'd still expect them to score. Had a few chances there. Your views, Peter, what do you reckon? Uh, let me think, going back. I, I like, I watched extensive highlights of the Hibs game last night, and already you can see them uh, try to play more expansive football under Maloney. Maybe just getting through them straight away. I, I was thinking about getting Doig out of the team because he kind of lost his place, but he's right back in under Maloney, the good game last night, so that's good to me. Boyle seems to be back in it again, so you hope, I'm hoping that Maloney uh, lights a fire under, especially Boyle and Nisbet. Mm-hmm. And it's one less problem to deal with right now, because you're thinking of moving off these players. Uh, Rangers, one of my, I think we mentioned Bassey before, I feel that right up until, well, the break's coming, doesn't really matter. I think Rangers double up's probably essential. They're really, really good defensively. Uh, what else have I got here? What was I thinking? My thing's up, scores. Really, I was really pleased with Ross County yesterday mm-hmm. and Charles Cook. We were talking about this last week. They went for it. Yeah. I think I mentioned a couple, weeks, a couple weeks ago, watching Ross County, they looked like they were, they were performing better than what they were getting back for the results. And I think it's now kind of just like the XG, performing XG. They're now kind of, they're playing the level they should be playing and I think we'll see them rising up the league. Because Malky McKay, for all his sins, is a decent manager. Yeah. He got a really... Big massive squad turnover, so I think Ross County is only going to continue getting better and pick up wins and points here and there. I know they're not the best defensively, but as you said, Tom, they're quite attacking. Yep. So it wouldn't be the worst option to have the fifth choice midfielder being a Ross County player like Hungbo or Charles Cook. I'm not too convinced about the striker yet. They're not really the goals seem to be coming from midfield more often than not doing it. So yeah, spread about but, there. Plus, the striker role has been quite inconsistent. We've seen. Samuel up by himself. We've seen Jordan White up by himself. Uh, we've seen um, Spittle play up front. So there's not really anyone nailing yeah. it down either. So you're, you're probably better off going with Charles Cook or even yeah, like Callahan. Cook, always get to say next Charles Cook and Humble, and if you can stretch it, Callahan because okay, he's a wee bit more expensive. Well, maybe mm-hmm. he's not anymore because I think Charles Cook's reaching towards him. His, his transfer rises, but I like Callahan as well. I mean, he's a talent again for the last year. He was excellent. So. That's right. uh, a good fifth choice option, I think, especially with the plane. And you mentioned McMullen for Dundee as well. And there are others you're giving. There's three or four guys that are really cheap alternatives. I mean, we talked about Harps a few weeks ago. It was the fifth choice, but Dundee United to fell off a cliff. So you've got to be quick and jump on these players who so can get you the points, especially if you're using a bench trick, because that's a, the ideal scenario. Yeah. And like I said, I'm going to blow my own trumpet, but that vice captain, 17 points, is probably got up to 53rd this week. So I'm looking at my teams run about me and the 17 points there is probably what made me above average with the ones that are 67, 69, 70. So, yeah. I'm happy with that. 
Excellent. Daniel Stead. Yeah. Right, we'll go to the fixtures then, no. Tom. Right, so the Boxing Day fixtures, and this will be the last fixtures for a while, we looks at. Let's hope we get there. So we've got St. Johnson Celtic there to kick off. Uh, St. Johnson have been terrible, but Celtic are pretty threadbare. And if they play like they played last night, it could be another challenging game. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen, Aberdeen Dundee, I suppose that's had one as well because Dundee are kind of hit and miss in form and Aberdeen are the exact same. Yeah. Dundee United versus Hibs. I mean, I'm fully expecting Hibs to kind of keep going the way they played under Maloney last night. Hearts Ross County should be an interesting one. Motherwell Livingston, again, another interesting one. And Rangers St. Martin, I'm expecting St. Martin to come up and go and get a belly up because if they've still got the, the COVID running through their team, Rangers at home, I can see that being quite a scary <laughs> quite a scary <laughs> now, I thought that last night I saw the Celtic team but Rangers haven't got the same situation injury wise so yep. I expect it to roll us at quite easily so what's your thoughts on the fixtures Tom and then after that move on to your transfers captains and vice captains for the coming game week yeah I'd agree with you Aberdeen and Dundee pretty like for like um, Dundee aren't shy in front of goal though so I reckon it could probably go either way as you've said before, Dundee United have fallen off a cliff and Hibs look a bit more, um, they've got a bit more about them under Sean Maloney, so he's obviously going to take a bit of, need a bit of time to kind of get in there and get the guys fired up, but I'd probably back Hibs in that game, given what we know about Dundee United's recent form. Again, Hearts, Ross County, like for like, if Hearts are missing boys, I still probably fancy them to score because Ross County conceded against everyone, but um, you would fancy uh, Ross County perhaps to come away with a result there given their the recent form. Um, Motherwell, you'd fancy them to beat Livingston and retain that home form that they've had. And yeah, Rangers versus St Mirren. You imagine Rangers are pretty much a set to keep the clean sheet. We'll see how things go, but yeah, they're probably going to bang in a few goals. Selig St. Johnston, the way Selig played last night, they'll maybe walk away with a 1-0 win if they're lucky. The only thing I can think about the game is they might bring back the players who are resting because that's the last game, so it's like aim to out one last time. So if Kyle's half it, play him, Taylor plays, Juranovic plays, it should be enough to put a very poor St. Johnston away. Yeah. Um, in terms of my own team, Probably going to have to stick with Captain Tav given um, his previous scores. They've been they've been quite a few double digits. Uh, game week 19 was 16, 18, 6, and then 7 as well because it was a double. Game week 17 was 7, 16 was 6, and he's had a 10, a 16, a 14 there. So Captain Tav for me is um, probably my best option. Vice Captain. A vice captain Morelos, and I pretty much could have picked anyone else in the team, but maybe a couple, <laughs> and I would have got something. I never got anything off Morelos, so I'll maybe move off him. I might just go with the safe option and go vice captain Bassey. Um, I'll wait for team news, though. We'll see what teams have perhaps been hit more than others with COVID, and take it from there. But you I'm probably going to. You won't get team news. Like, well, you won't get team news on a day because you have to set the kickoff. You need to wait for pressers. That's what's the best bet. Yeah, just try, try and go with what we can find from the pressers. Obviously, some managers are more open about these things than others, but um, try and get try and get some sort of indication. Um, 
vice captain. I'll probably up. Yeah, as it stands, I'll say Bassi. Transfer plans. Transfer plans. Uh, seems to me that Turnbull's probably going to be out, so switch him out. Try to wait for Team News. See if Kyogo comes back in. Um, it'll probably be a straight straight switch for Kyogo if he is fit. If not, I'm still uh, remodeling my team from the um, from the wild card. And I don't have a non-playing player, so I might just use it to to get a non-playing player back in. All right, good idea. Right, myself, I think I'm going to go with you. I'm, I'm going to captain Tavaniang. It's pretty obvious. Vice captain will well leads into my transfer. I suppose at the same time, it's either going to be a rebo or I finally bring in Bassi this week and vice captain Bassi. And again, listen to the new team news later on the week. If someone stole that Fred Bear, I think we'll play it safe and. Captain, vice captain in your defence. I think that's a pretty easy, obvious way to go. And then yep. hopefully they keep the clean sheet and it works. Because if if Tab's going to be on free kicks and penalties and Rangers are going to be pushing, I think it's going to be another crazy week. It's going to be Jinx Knowles. It's going to be another crazy Tav Hall this week. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll move on to the topic. It's not really a topic, just I want to ask your thoughts on it. So the early winter break's coming, Tom, so it's pretty much a fixture pile-up. Do you think this is going to give us... More double, more, double, more double game weeks with COVID and kicking out situation with a lot of tighter schedule or do you think it'll just be like the absolute alluded to if there's three games suspended they're going to kind of call it? Um, I don't think that, I don't think we'll get too many double game weeks out of this one. Um, no, I don't think it's going to have too much of an impact. No. Nah. Maybe, no, nah, I don't think so. Because they're, really, they're just, they're just it's switching like, it about. It's just uh, a swap. It'll be like two in a week, midweek, week, midweek, week. That's the way it's going to be, roughly. Yeah. Unless, so, it, unless there's an outbreak, I suppose, and one or two teams, one or two games get postponed, but one game, they need to jump in later on down the, the calendar. But the way that guy Doncaster was talking today, there isn't much scope for much room for him. No, there's not. To be pretty tight. I'm surprised they let them move it, to be honest, because there's nothing to say that you're gonna they're going to allow supporters back in the stadium after these three weeks are up. They yeah. might just keep the, the restrictions in place. It's they're just Celtic. doing it to... Is they help Celtic because injuries us? Nah. Aberdeen are going to lose a fortune in this. Nah, nah I'm, I'm not buying that one. Um, nah, it it's obviously against supporters. <laughs> but there's nothing to say that it's going to happen. Um, so, as, as it my... It's a it's a bit of upheaval to try and get supporters back in the stadiums. We'll see how it goes. It depends on how these players behave over the the two weeks as well. You know, we we know in the past they've not always followed the recommendations of three households and the likes. You're going to parties and things like that. So go to Spain, ball and goalie. Yeah. So um, he's only crime is horrendous, Tom. He's only crime is horrendous. <laughs> giving players two weeks off to kind of do what they want. It might backfire. Who knows? Nah, I see both sides. Of it. I mean, I'm going to miss the football, but at the same time, if people have been dropping, not dropping fights, literally as in COVID call-off stuff, like just okay, let it finish for now. Most teams want it, so the vote was the vote. But at the same time, I don't see the fans back in in three weeks' time. I think that's a, I think that's at least three weeks would be would be the term. And then what happens then? It's end of January, early February, when the COVID should be that could be at its highest, and yeah, yeah. So, we have to wait and see. But we'll have chat manager at that point, so we'll be able to play chat manager, keep us going. 
Right, that's it. What a lot of people said. This is, if anybody plays chat manager, the next 0203, there is an online fantasy game chat man. Look for it on Twitter. They pretty much sim the day a week to week and you pick a team like you would in the FPL in this game and they do a live show. It's pretty good. I know Tom didn't really get any of it as much, but if you're looking for your fantasy fixes every Thursday night, there you go. Hug them. That'll give us a shot on the podcast, Tom, didn't I? Aye. Right, I'll go to our question. So, the first question is Brian at Blaze Attack. Now, his question then I realise what's happened is obviously it's going to be called this shot, but I'll read it anyway. What you can wrote is with Turnbull now injured and Jota still out, would you have second thoughts about Celtic attacking assets, particularly with Rangers on the horizon or just bring back through the hash anyway? And if go through the hash, who would you go with instead? Already have three Rangers. Then he wrote, that's kind of null and void, but I suppose his point still stands. Turnbull's out. Who's he going to bring in? He's going to get three Rangers. Who would you bring in? Celtic wise, does it have to be a midfielder? Because despite all this, they seem to keep clean sheets. So you could look at a Celtic defensive double up with Ralston and one other. He's wrote attacking assets for him, so that's what he means. Yeah, oh well. In which case, it's probably going to be. It's got to be Kogo, number one, um, and probably partner him up with a badder, maybe. Or Rodic, I said there's two that will probably play most weeks. Yeah, that's it. But I don't, I don't think the defensive double is too bad. Is I know, it's not something I thought about, but I mean, my plan originally was to get Taylor in and upgrade Ralston, but with injuries, I just kept Ralston because I'll, I think when everybody's fit, mate, Taylor's Taylor. Right? Taylor's, I was going to Lee Naylor. Taylor is more nailed at left back. Then I think Ralph and Ranovic is a right back because he's obviously the best left back in the club if he's fit. Mm-hmm. But obviously injuries just dictate he doesn't have a lot, so I just stuck with Ralph who keeps on playing, so you can't really complain. Next question Josh McSee at Footblog. Will you be guys getting Ramsey Street back in after a stunt injury against Hibs? Hope you're having a great Christmas New Year and to yourself, Josh. So, Ramsey, thoughts, Tom? He's now back down to 2.0 million again. Right. Um... It's a difficult one because Aberdeen haven't been haven't been great recently. I mean, you might provide that spark that kind of gets them going again. Uh, he's not only uh, a defender; he's also got this uh, massive assist potential. And he's obviously a bonus magnet too. So, I suppose for the price, you can't really argue with that. It's not something I'd be rushing in. Like, it doesn't have to be um, your transfer for this week, but I'd. My approach would be let them get back into the team, see how they're doing, and then take it from there. Yep, my thoughts are definitely having a good look at them because it's like McMahon or Kingsley's my two other kind of cheap defenders. And I, I can see him having as much points and as much clean sheets as they to reverse them. So if I can keep money elsewhere to buy maybe the a second Rangers defender like Goulson, well, the premium mm-hmm. defender, if, I, if he can facilitate that, because that's, as you probably the same boat as me, Tom, you, you got about £2 million at the start of the game. Yep. And you sell about 2.6, 2.7 when he went injured. Yeah, I wonder about that, yeah. So you've made the 0.7 off him, so if you get him again for £2 million again, and he does well for a wee while, his price goes up, and he doesn't then you can sell him again, so he's like, he's a money-making magnet as well, so he seems to be like, I, I, I like the idea of bringing him back in and using the money elsewhere. Right, what else? And last question, 
Billy Hadaway at Billy Hadaway. Who could make way to free up funds in the next few weeks? Assuming Jota and Turnbull are back by then. Boyle or Aribo? So I'm assuming after the break. So I'll go first here. Uh, the original said Boyle, we just we discussed it last week, didn't we? Boyle was one Yeah, we, we did, about. yeah. Mm-hmm. But what we've got to think is Aribo's going to go with AFCON, African Nations. So after he's <coughs> picked to be his country, I think that's the easy option there. After the break, if he's going away with Nigeria, you don't grade Aribo to one of the two you want in. Thoughts? I'd agree with you on that, yeah. Makes sense. Obviously, dependent on how Maloney does at Hebs and see if Boyle can get back into some sort of form. But um, if Aribo's going to miss fixtures, then it's a bit of a no-brainer. Yep, short term as well, because you just do it for the duration of the cup competition. It doesn't work out, you can always just move back. Mm-hmm. Probably at a cheaper price, because the price will go down while he's away, and then yeah, it'll drop. jump on and jump up. Right, Tom, that is us finished with the Scottish game. Want to talk about a little bit of the FPL before we head off? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So I'll go to our league first. It looks up top three. Number one, E6 Hammer, J Placey. Second, Careless Whistlers, Callum Jowarik. And third, Yudgang. Yudgang, that's Murray McDermott. Third. So how did you go on this week with your points and your rank? Yeah, I did all right this week. I managed to get 69 points. Um, I got a green arrow. I'm up in the top 100k. Um, so I'm 96,835. So quite pleased with that. Um, points came from, I had sign goals for six points. Uh, James got six points as well. Trent got me seven. Cancelo got me 18. In midfield, uh, Odegaard got me seven. Rafinha got me seven. Saka got me seven. Yota got me seven. Captain Salah got me four. And I didn't have any strikers. It's not bad. <coughs> well, you know my story, as you were discussing it all the weekend, I made my transfers thinking Aston Villa were playing because I was travelling. The game got called off. There was a mad panic. Thought I'd blew my FPL rank this week. Tom told me, wait a minute, Peter, you can free hit because obviously the game deadline's been delayed. I free hit. I read what I could see online. I thought the Liverpool game was going to be called off as well, so I didn't pick any Liverpool players. So my free hit got me 68 points. Still a rise at a, I must be right behind you, John. I am now at one, 100,714 to just outside it. And my team was Ramsdale for two. I had the back line three from Chelsea, James, Thiago Silva and Rudiger. Six, eight and five. Casello, 18. At Saka for seven. Rafinha for seven. Dallas for one. Joe Linton and Wilson, Joe Linton and Wilson to each. And I captained Lacazette for 10. So one of the times I actually went against Salah and it worked. On a, on a free hit. Mm-hmm. So, let me see, let me see, let me see. So, the topic this week kind of, it's just kind of run about what's happened with COVID. We've got an extra free hit, Tom. Something yep. new to the game. So, if you've not used it, you've got two. We've already got blanks for the next coming game weeks. So what's your thoughts on that? Liverpool game's not on. So, we're going to have to pick a differential captain this week, regardless. Yeah. I, I, I could see me free hitting, to be honest, because I've got three Liverpool. I've got two Watford. Uh, I've, got, I've got Rafinha and I've got Sa. So it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. So I'm probably going to have to use my, my free hit, and then I'll get. I think this other one comes into play after game week twenty, so mm-hmm. it'll be replenished after after that. So I suppose I'll. I, I would have preferred to have kept a hold of it, but 
I think I'll probably have to use it this this game. Week. So what's your thoughts? Then? Obviously, wait to the very last minute for as much team as you can get. But what's your thoughts? Top of your head, looking at the fixtures. What kind of team you think can I build around? Um, there's the fixtures aren't too fantastic. Um, Man City are playing Leicester, and it's always hard to to second guess Pep. So that's a bit of a difficult one. Uh, Arsenal are playing Norwich, and Arsenal have obviously been in decent form. I think they're sitting fourth in the table as well. So. I could get a few Arsenal players in. Spurs are kind of starting to come alive again as well. So perhaps looking at Kane and Son. Uh, I imagine their ownership's not too high. Man United, I mean, Newcastle Monday as well. Man United as well, yeah. To be fair, I've already got um, Ronaldo and Darlow. So I, I would have had those players anyway. Um, Chelsea, you could probably get a couple of the defenders in there. It's a tough one, but Villa away, and they're playing quite well as well. Yeah. West Ham home to Southampton, but then there's no Antonio, supposedly. He's made it COVID, don't know if he's back in time. Yeah. West Ham have kind of fell away a wee bit as well recently. Um, so, there's not too many big standouts here. Yeah. Nah, it's a tough one to free hit, I suppose, isn't it? To try yeah. I would be looking for Freeman City because Leicester are leaky at the back. So, I'd be looking for Freeman City and three Arsenal, maybe. Yeah, maybe two, maybe two Arsenal, two Spurs, and build a team around that, and then just a couple of differential picks and see how you can come up with. Yeah, I'll have a plain bench as well, just to make uh, sure. Uh, well, you need it. So obviously your free hit's going to be there. So my transfer thoughts. Well, you just kind of discussed me about free hit. I'm thinking of getting rid of Salah, Salah his son, and Antonio Antonio to Ronaldo for a minus four. Mm. And then because I think. And I believe he only plays one more game, Salah, and then he's away. So it, I think be... it might it might be two, because um, mm. they're not going to blank in nineteen. I think he'll play against Leicester, and I think he'll play against or Liverpool will play against Chelsea, which he should be available for that game. And I think it's twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. He can be away for. I will to take that risk, Tom. What do you think? Is that too much a risk? I mean, Chelsea are pretty solid at the back. And you're saying Leicester are a bit leaky, so I don't think it's a massive risk. I, mean, I, imagine, I, imagine, I imagine people will probably be starting to move off him now, now that that Liverpool game's postponed, because uh-huh. he's going to blank this coming game week. And I imagine not everyone's in a bad a situation as me, that they're going to be forced into free hitting. So... It makes sense because why? Why would you have all that money sitting there? And his price is probably going to start dropping as well. So people don't like price drops in this game either. So, but listen to this, right? The same week, right? You're a bit of Leicester. So if I pick Son, he's a bit of Southampton, still a decent fixture. And Miley, Toby Burnley, Ronaldo, decent fixture. Yeah. Then a week later, you see they've got Chelsea away from home. Yep. Man, you've got Wolves at home, and Spurs have got Watford away. So you would say, I would think, looking at the fixtures, I would say that the two I mentioned have got better fixtures than Salah, but then it is Salah after all, isn't it? So that's the thing. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't look at, at Salah in isolation because Salah's facilitating the move to Ronaldo as well. So you've got to say, who's going to score more points, Salah and Antonio or Son and Ronaldo? And look at them as pairs. Hmm. I think Son and Ronaldo. That answers you, your question. But do you think that, Tom, you're not, you've been, you've obviously... Uh, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think there's there's merit in moving off Salah. Yep. I can see why you would do that. I think 
I mean, you would have you would have fancied him to get get some points on the weekend, but obviously you never. So. Right. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought about it if he wasn't if the game wasn't on. If the game was one of just left it, it wouldn't have been my thoughts. It's because now I'm thinking, right, how do I make decent moves to push into this top 100k next week? Since game week 10, so that's eight fixtures. He's only had one double-digit haul. Most of them have been either six or eight points. Only? Yeah. <laughs> only six eight. or eight. So, like a, so pretty much like a single attack in return. He's only really got a single attack in return, apart from one game week where it was that, that away game against Everton. And obviously that's a, a derby game for him as well. So, I'm a little over. Obviously, there's a lot. I need to be right up to the minute, right up to the last minute with news and COVID and that, because if that could be through the water after another COVID outbreak elsewhere, then you need to change your plans. Exactly. You've got to wait till the last minute with these things. Now. I know. That's a bit of murder. Anything else to add, Tom? With, oh, sorry. Who's, who'd be your captain be then if you're going to three-hit? Um, would it be Kane, Ronaldo? Probably go Ronaldo captain, I think. I think it'll probably be Ronaldo captain and stick my vice captain on a, a Spurs player just in case. Okay. Any else, Dad? No, I think that's it. Right, so before we get to plugs, I'll just like to thank everybody who's listened this year so far, anybody's downloaded the podcast, interacted in the Twitter with taking questions or asking us advice. Ems took part in the Cups as well because if you weren't taking part, interacting and downloading, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. So a big thank you from me, Tom, and I'm sure Gunnar would feel the exact same way. I'd also like to wish everybody a safe Christmas and Happy New Year. Hope you all keep safe. Obviously, this is not exactly a nice time of year to be going about with this pandemic still in full flow, but we'll get through it like we always do. So any any thoughts to Tom, then you can get your plugs in. Uh, no, I mean, just to echo what you said, thanks to all the listeners. Uh, thanks to everyone who uh, submits questions to us week in, week out. And uh, yeah, stay safe. And I am at FFS underscore scout on Twitter. Um, hit me up there. Yep, you might get a blog over festive period. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> now that everyone's shut down. That's right. it. Okay, I'm at Fantasy Half and Gunnar is FPL underscore Gunnar. Again, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 